Welcome to the Shred the Spread podcast, episode 31, Picks Saturday. If you're new, thanks for tuning in. And if you're returning, as always, thanks for coming back. Picks Saturday. We are always joined here by my right-hand man, the man, the myth, the legend, the second piece, two of the three pieces in the Shred the Spread podcast. Dino, welcome back, man. Missed you on Thursday. Obviously, we didn't do a podcast on Thursday. How you feeling? Man, I feel so much better and so much relieved. Um, that was a very, very scary moment that happened on Monday night. Um, you know, I'm glad to see I'm we have a lot of good news today. Um, I'm glad to see that he's up awake and seems to be functioning well. Um, it 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 was very, very touching. It was a very touchy, touchy um week. So I'm glad to be back, you know, in great spirits. You know, Demar Hamlin's fine, he's well. And on top of that, now if we can get back to talking sports, it's gonna be a tough week of football, not just for us, but the players as well. But man, look, I'm ready to just go ahead and lock in, man. Let's try to win some money. Start winning some money this week. Yeah, man. Last week of the regular season, we're going to do our best to bring you guys some winners. Dude, we were on such a hot streak. The last two weeks were rough. I'm not going to, yeah. you know, very transparent. It was shitty. Uh, For those of you guys who don't follow us on Twitter, we basically took Thursday off just because there was so much sensitivity and we needed some more clarity surrounding the situation, not only for the the Hamlin injury, but, uh, you know, NFL. surrounding the league, there was, there was so many line changes. It just, I'm not going to say it was pointless, but it almost felt pointless to get on here and talk about these games. And then all these lines move so drastically where it doesn't even matter what we talked about on Thursday. So we got that sense of relief that sound. It looks like he's going to be okay. He's making some progress. Um, I just, it didn't feel right talking about football with all that kind of negativity going around. Yeah. So um, this is definitely, absolutely, 100% agree. So definitely a sense of relief. Um, looking forward to these games now. I'm locked in. My God, we have to get our shovels out and dig through this Whew. damn slate, man. It's going to be a tough one. We're going to get through it. Dino and I always say the ugliest weeks are our most profitable weeks. So hopefully, you know, knock on wood, don't want to jinx it. but. I think we've got some really good spots. We agree on a couple picks, which is always good. And we do go head to head on one big on one pick, which has not went so well. Um, so with that being said, uh, just quick housekeeping. This is obviously is the last week of the regular season. We mm. will probably most likely get on here and talk about the playoff matchups and the playoff games. And we'll give our, our sides. Obviously there won't be as much volume, so we will not have as many picks, but we will definitely want to get on here and talk about them um, going forward. We will do our best to provide more content. We have already brainstormed a couple ideas. Dinell and yes. myself do also dabble a little bit in the NBA and NHL streets. So mm -hmm. if you guys are interested in that, uh, just stay tuned on the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Shred the Spread underscore. Um, we won't be doing as long episodes, but we will definitely be looking to do like five to ten minute episodes. Uh, just probably about an hour and a half to an hour before games start, just so we have enough information to make reasonable picks. Uh, without having too much injury news or, you know, in my case, goalie confirmations. Uh, so definitely be looking out for that for the future content of this podcast. We'll ride through that until next football season. Then we'll be right back here doing the same thing we do. Um, Dinell and I have also planned to enter a uh, cappers contest. So yes, sir. there's a small there's a small fee. Um, we'll make five picks a week together. And then at the it'll be five picks against the spread. And then at the end of the season, uh, at the end of the uh, week, regular season, the top one percent gets a or yeah, top one percent makes money. Top two point two percent gets a really hefty payday. So it'll be for a great prize. You guys will be here through the ride. Um, we mm -hmm. will make all of our excited. picks together, and it'll be fun, man. It'll definitely yeah. be a learning experience. And uh, our goal is to, 
you know, you make money you generally at 55%. We're, we're shooting for 60%. 60% usually wins that contest, which doesn't sound too hard, but picking against the spread is insanely difficult because the NFL is the sharpest sport to bet on. So we ran through all that. Uh, Dinell and I each have four picks. So let's hop right into it. I kind of rambled on a little bit, so I'll let you take the keys, Dino. What is your first pick for the final regular season week of the NFL? All right. The first pick for the final week of the season. I'm going to do the one that we're going to go get. So I'm going to pick your opposite. I'm going to go with the Steelers minus two and a half against Cleveland. Guys, we talked about the Steelers team. They were dead in the water. They were two and six. There was a lot of things going on around the camp. Kenny Pickett looked, I mean, I'm sorry, Mr. Trubisky looked rough. Kenny Pickett was just getting into the system. A lot of bumps were in the roads. T.J. Watt was hurt. There was thoughts he might miss the whole season. Mika Fitzpatrick was hurt on the back end. They were the two captains of that defense. Guys, when I tell you they have changed those fortunes once those two defensive players came back and Mika Fitzpatrick and T.J. Watt, they turned it around. They are now in a position to be above 500 again. Mike Tomlin, once again, Another opportunity to be other five above 500 or 500 or above. That's nuts. That is absolutely nuts to me. Kenny Pickett has showed great signs, um, especially being clutch in these last past couple of weeks. Touchdown, game winning touchdown drives in back to back weeks. I mean, you just, there's good mojo going around the Steelers right now. And yes, we could talk about how the Browns were good against the Commanders, but as you can tell, the Commanders are not a well coached, uh, not a good well coached team. So I'd rather go with a well coached team and Mike Tomlin here, minus two and a half. Yeah. As Dino said, this is the one that we have conflicting. Um, I am on the Browns plus two and a half. I would love if this number got to three. I cannot lie. I think three would definitely be a key number. So you're getting it. You're getting the value. You know, I'm kind of getting a half point, but a uh, half point against. But it just this just seems I mean, this is more of like a gut play, a feeling play based on how the season's been going. This just screams that the Browns come in here and some reason get a win. I don't know what it is. Deshaun Watson hasn't been amazing, uh, but I think this is like one of those games where it's like, OK, Deshaun Watson obviously is our quarterback going forward just because of how much money he makes. He's young. He does have talent, but we just have to you know, reestablish that. I just see this as a Browns game where they just want to go in there and not necessarily like end the season on such a dud. I think they want to get some positive momentum going into next season, uh, something to talk about in the offseason. I think it all ends here and also starts here with a divisional matchup at the end of the season. You know, I would not be surprised if this game is an outright win by the Browns. Honestly, dude, I could easily see this game like Steelers win 16-14. I don't know why that's been in my head all week, but I just see the Steelers Ugly. winning 16-14. to and that's why this book will not move the Ste or the Browns to plus three or the Steelers to three. It just it's something is fishy why this line isn't moving. And because there's money coming on the Steelers and why is this line not moving to three? That's the only thing I'm going to say. I've just been trying to do my best on reading the books, reading the line movement. There's a lot of money coming on the Steelers. I already have it in my mind that the Steelers win the 16 to 14. Uh, so when you guys come back to the next episode and you see the Steelers won 16 to 14, uh, we'll just, we'll talk about that when that time comes, but, uh, yeah, so Browns plus two, it's an ugly one, but it's one that I just personally will have to bet. So I will move to the one that we agree on before we get into our last two picks. Uh, we actually have two that we agree on. So one of the ones that we agree on, uh, this is actually the Saturday night special. This is the playoffs before the playoffs, the Titans and the Jaguars before the playoffs. Whoever wins this game gets into the playoffs. We have two teams. 
honestly, and I don't even want to say two teams trending in the opposite direction because I don't necessarily necessarily think that's the case. I think the Titans are just dealing with some injuries and the Jaguars are kind of finding their footing. But I just think, you know, we've talked about this early in the year and I know this team obviously isn't the same because of Tannehill going down. But is Josh Dobbs really that worse, that much worse than Tannehill? Like, I just don't see it. I think six and a half points for Basically, a divisional playoff game is insanely high. Mike Vrabel, as an underdog, one of the most profitable coaches in the NFL, as a underdog of three points or more, he hits almost at a 70% clip. That's unheard of. The book undervalues the Titans. The Jaguars have a lot of public money because of the momentum and the way that they've been playing. Trevor Lawrence obviously has been playing at an extremely high level, showing why he was the number one pick. But let's be real. In a playoff game, let's just say this was the first round of the playoffs. Are we really going to lay six and a half with the Jaguars? The books are begging you to take the Jaguars. They're going to be almost everybody's money line parlay and teaser piece because it's a key number. There's a reason why the books won't put the Titans to seven. And it's because the Titans would not surprise anybody if they won this game outright. We got to remember, we're getting a fresh Derrick Henry. He did not play last week. This guy is going to get 50 carries and run it down the Jaguars' throats. I think this game stays close. Uh, realistically, I see the Jaguars winning by like a field goal late. Um, but I think Titans six and a half is such a sharp play. I like that. I guess, like I said, I <laughs> I kind of agree. I basically agree with everything you just said. My biggest, biggest thing was Derrick Henry coming back fresh of a one week's rest. I think that played wonders into Mike Vrabel's hand. I think Joshua Dobbs, you know, he had a, a subpar game. He 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 hung in there. He did some good things. I mean, he's able to manage the game. But as long as he's able to manage the game, they they're they're fine. Right. The name of the Titans game is the as take the running game, chew clock, time possession, time possession, time possession. Right. That's the same way they could that's the same way they stayed inside the game against the Chiefs that one week. So I but that same formula, you know. I don't unfortunately I don't expect the Titans to win this. If, if they do though, Mike Vrabel is um I put I definitely put Mike Vrabel in a different realm as, as far as coaches, right? That that tier of um, you know, coaches that just find ways to win. Honestly, I I don't I don't see it. I see the Jaguars coming out of this, you know, and Doug Dougie P getting his uh his little you know coach of the year kind of pitch out there but I do believe they they hang in there they're gonna hold the game it's like I said division game guys like division games are always dog fights like I said and I always take I'll definitely take Titans plus six and a half obviously we doubled up on that one so uh what is your third pick my third pick another game with playoff implications as you can tell all my picks have playoff implications you know I want to see you know teams really go out there and um actually put their best foot forward you know there's a lot of uncertainty I'm gonna go with uh, Boy, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I give these boys hell. Packers, minus four and a half. And here is why. For some reason, guys, they, 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 they finally done it. They finally have done it. They have finally realized after 14 weeks, about 13 weeks, that they need to run the goddamn ball. That's it. Run the damn ball and let Aaron Rodgers sit back on his couch, his lounge chair, and just throw in it and throw passes when he needs to. He has the great arm talent. We get it. He's a legend. He's a, he's a legend in making. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a Super Bowl champion. But man, just, look, he is also 37. Let, let him chill a little bit. You know, let him let him take the load off, you know? Let that running game carry him for once, you know? AJ, they, like I said, they have one of the best running back duos in the league. And on top of that, you're going against a Lions defense who gave up 100 rushing yards to Justin Fields in what, the first half? Was it, was it the first half? I, I, it was like a, a half, like maybe even like, what, three yeah, quarters? It was something crazy like Yeah, that. it was something crazy. Like, I just remember just me just sitting back watching all of a sudden Bleach Report, Justin Fields already has 100-plus rushing yards. Like, expect the same deal. Expect this running attack to really get out there and really get going. 
cold weather, like I said, you take Jared Goff, Jared Goff off the fishbowl. I, I expect him to kind of, I won't say fold, but kind of fold in these situations. The Lions haven't been in these situations in absolutely years. They have two playoff wins since 1957. So, yeah, yeah I'll go with, the you know, the, the experience of being there, the pedigree. I'm sorry for the underdog story. Y'all can play your violins home. Packers minus four and a half. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think the Packers win this game. Um, I will say if if anybody listening likes the lines, wait to bet the line for real. You, uh, you will not lose any value. If anything, you'll gain an extra point or two. If the lines basically lose all their playoff hope because of that Rams and Seahawks game, uh, a little foreshadow when we do like a sign that, then just go ahead and wait because if the line's chances of making the playoffs goes down, that line will go up because people are going to assume that the lines will sit people and they're not going to play for anything. But the lines are the one team that loves to play spoiler. So if you do like the lines, I suggest you wait. You can probably get that number closer to five and a half, potentially six. Uh, that's my only reasoning on that. But if you like the Packers, take it now. Yeah, absolutely take it <laughs> take now. It this, that number will not it drop. Now. It will only go It will only go higher. So right. you're definitely getting the best potential value out of that pick. Okay, so I will go to my third pick. And my third pick happens to be a game where I am looking forward to some ugly football. I'm taking the uh, Broncos and Chargers under 40 points. This just screams, you know, first of all, I don't think Justin Herbert will necessarily play this game. I think this is like a four o'clock game and they also have some playoff implications. I think if I, I can't remember who it is, but whatever football team or whatever, I think it's the Ravens. I think the Ravens would have to win in order for the Chargers to like have to win or something. But like realistically, the Chargers are in the playoffs. So based off the one o'clock games, if it's looking okay, I don't think Herbert will play this game. That's why this line has shifted to the Chargers minus three to plus three. So the Chargers potentially aren't playing their starters. I just see some ugly football. Even if the Chargers do play for the, their starters, I see them coming out in like maybe the first half or something. So I don't see a lot of like, you know, big play potential. Uh, you know, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, a lot of those guys aren't going to play. So you're missing a lot of like, you know, highlights. Uh, Broncos are the Broncos. We know the Broncos don't put up any damn points. And we're having a Broncos team that doesn't put up any points versus a Chargers team playing potentially backups. Uh, so the, the Broncos aren't going to put up points and they're not going to let up points. Under 40 seems generous. Uh, I probably would have played this all the way down to like 36. Uh, so I will be on the Chargers and Broncos under 40 total points. Uh, I will let you Kate, take the keys for the last one because we both agree on our last pick. All right. Well, I'm going to take the keys and why don't you just ride? Just, just hold on and just ride. <laughs> I'm going to work. Um, like I said, we both agree on this pick. And this is one of those picks where it was one of those like, eh, do I, should I, could I, fuck it, do it. Rams plus six against the Seattle Seahawks. The Rams are going to come out here. They don't have any draft picks. My, um, actually, I'm, I'm going to give that props to Jared. Jared did point that out for me early before the uh, the show started. They're, in, um, they're not playing for no draft picks. They don't have any um, from the first round. They're going to come out here nice and strong. Baker Midfield is still auditioning. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he's auditioning to stay with the um, with the Rams and, you know, wait for Matthew Matthew Stafford to kind of head, head his way out. Kind of like how Jameis Winston did Drew Brees, but that didn't turn well because they don't want to use Jameis Winston. But that's besides the point. This Rams team does play with pride. They came in there. Um, They they, they went. I remember, I remember one game. Who did they play? The Broncos? When they absolutely just wiped the floor. <laughs> I mean, absolutely wiped the yeah, yeah. They absolutely insane. wiped the floor with them. They had like four picks on the D-line. Bobby Wagner had a pick. I mean... Russell Wesley Wilson was Oprah Winfrey one moment, man. So they have, they definitely, they definitely have potential still on that defense to kind of keep the points at bay. Um, as per se, um, I'm very curious to, and I'm very, very uh, curious about this uh, Seahawks running game. You know, um, they kind of faded towards the end of the season. That's why those losses came about. So we're gonna see. I, I, really, I really believe in them, um, and that I really believe in Bobby Wagner and that defense a little bit. I actually 
believe in Baker Mayfield. He's been playing really, really well. Baker Mayfield, I want you all to understand, Baker Mayfield is not a bad player. He's just not consistent enough, you know? So I would love to see him go out here, have a nice little showing, have a nice little ending party, and it's a division game. You know, go ahead and go ahead and knock out the Seahawks. Their chance to win the playoffs by going in there, going into their territory at the 12th man, guys, at the 12th man and handle business. Yeah, dude. I just think, like you said, Baker Mayfield playing for his future. This Rams team has nothing to lose. They don't have their draft pick. So it's not like lo- winning or losing does anything to affect them. Detroit has that. And if anything, they want Detroit to have a worse draft pick just so it makes the trade look better. But yeah, dude. Rams plus six. It just, it seems like a really good number. I thought, honestly, this number would probably get to seven because I thought there would be a lot of people on the Seahawks, but that's not the case. Uh, I would not, honestly, I would, I seriously would not be surprised if the Rams outright win this game. Uh, I'll probably sprinkle it a little bit. Also probably will sprinkle the Titans money line a little bit, get some good value, but I don't know, dude, just, it just seems like a good spot. The Rams coming off a bad loss last week to the Chargers. Six points just seems really high. Uh, I think Baker Mayfield is going to put on a show to end the season because we got to remember people remember your last performance. You know, you could have 10 great performances end on a really shitty performance and people have short term memory. They remember what they saw last. So this is definitely a big step for Baker if he wants to continue his career as a starting quarterback in the league. Yeah, man. Six points. Oh, yeah. Also, also another fact. I'm sorry. My bad. Also, another fact. Yeah. I, just, I just thought about this, too. Um, Tyler Lockett and Kenneth Walker are both questionable in that game. And that is huge on top of that. I know I, I didn't I didn't bring it up earlier, but keep an eye out on that injury report. Yeah, 100 percent. So just really quickly, I am on the Titans plus six and a half Browns plus two and a half Chargers and Broncos under 40 Rams plus six. Dinell is also on the Titans plus six and a half Steelers minus two and a half Packers minus four and a half and Rams plus six. Just really quickly, if you guys are interested in prop bets and stuff, I think one thing you could take advantage of is look for the receivers generally who are getting close to their incentives. Uh, Action Network does a really good write-up on a lot of the players that are really close to receiving their uh, performance bonuses. Like, you know, they need like one catch for whatever X amount of dollars. So uh, definitely look to parlay some of those. You'll get some good value. And also let's not be, let's not be silly. If you guys want to parlay the scenarios for a team to make the playoffs, do not or do that and do not just click, you know, such and such to make the playoffs. That would just would not make sense. You get better value if you parlay the scenario for a team to make the playoffs instead of just betting the future of a team making the playoffs. Um, so that's a couple opportunities you can take advantage of this week. Uh, you know, it's the end of the season. So a lot of these games could, you know, take a turn. People take out their starters and stuff. Also take advantage of live betting. So uh, that's some advice I can give you to you guys. So parlay the playoff scenarios, look at some of the player bonus incentives for X amount of dollars and uh, take advantage of some live bets. But with that being said, Dinel and I will probably just do one episode a week for the playoffs. We'll probably just do like a right. pick Saturday type of thing. Uh, we'll talk about the games. It probably won't be very long. We'll just go through the games aside, some information, uh, what we'll probably do. Other than that, man, I think, I think that'll do it, man. Uh, a profitable season, nonetheless. It was a, it was definitely a ride. Obviously, we kind of started slightly in the middle of the season. Hopefully, you guys listening saw some growth. You saw some entertainment. You got, you made some money. You know, that's what we're all here to do is make some money. But yeah, it looks like we're gonna get out of here. We covered everything. Obviously, no money line parlay and no teaser this week, just because there's so much uncertainty. But uh, Dino, uh, did you have to? 
Did you want to hit on anything for the season? Anything you want uh, to say? Get off your chest? Oh, uh, yeah. No. Um, first thing I want to say, I, I do want to thank you guys for listening out. Um, like you said, this is something that me and Jared have been wanting to do for a long time now. I know that we'll probably have another episode, you know, for the playoffs, you know, one episode a week for the playoffs or whatever. But um, this is the final regular season week. So this is, you know, kind of like the end of like the longer episode, you know. So um, I just want to give you guys um, a great shout out and a great appreciation for you guys for listening. Um, the people at work, the people who... um. The people who I've known, my family members are listening, my fi- friends are listening, people you guys are really sharing that out. And I really do appreciate that. I mean, it means a lot to me. Like I said, it's some for me, it took a lot of courage to get behind the mic and kind of express, you know, how I feel about picks and stuff like that, you know, and it takes a lot of encouragement. And um, you guys doing your comments, you guys are um, sharing it and um, just hearing the analytics from Jared's point and from Jared's end, it really, um, really helps me out. It really makes me feel like, yeah, I really can do this. And um, it brings confidence and man, it um, it brings joy. You know what I'm saying? It really makes me feel like man, you know, people really listen to my opinion, and um, I appreciate that more than everything. Just want to let that out to you guys. Yeah, well said. Yeah, thanks everybody. Obviously, thanks to Dino for doing this with me. It's way better oh, doing boy. it with two people. One, what? and also shout out to our producer Tyler uh, at Real Metro Gnomes G N not N O on Twitter. Uh, he is the magic behind the mix. Uh, he obviously makes us look a lot better. He cuts in. Cuts in and out. A lot of our bullshit that we say, we mess up on. He, uh, He's magic, man. So appreciate him. Uh, thank you guys. As Donnell said, can't thank you enough for everything. We have consistently gained uh, listenership Still. on all platforms. Uh, Apple, Apple Podcast is popping. I cannot lie. So Ooh. shout out to our Apple Podcast. I think it's going to do it for us. Thank you guys for an awesome season. Donnell and I will be back most likely on Saturday. So stay tuned for like a pick Saturday type of video or episode. Maybe Friday just because of the playoffs is a little bit different. But um, playoff edition. Other than that, we will uh, we'll watch these games. Let's make some damn money, Donnell. Let's make some right. damn money. Damn Let's end on right. a freaking W, dude. So. I might even go to a casino to celebrate. You feel me? Y'all <laughs> join me in the casino with me because we're going we're gonna to tell Vegas to give me that money you feel me that's right man always feels good when you say it and you mean it thank you guys so much for listening this has been episode 31 pick saturday we will see you guys for playoff edition next week thank you guys so much for listening until next time see you